0: It's the Sports Talk live from Merrimack Radio, WMCK, with your host, Harrison Chase. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack College Radio, WMCK. If you have a take a comment, feel free to call in by dialing 978 296 3245. That's 978 296 3245 and i would like to welcome in the founder of tmf the movement family michael gorman mike thanks for coming on the show today i think uh the last time i saw you uh, i was broadcasting one of your high school basketball games which has to be over uh 10 years ago now so this obviously leads me into my first question and how it all started i'm a true believer in that everything happens for a reason if you asked me back when i was broadcasting your high school basketball games i would think that you'd go to college after, play basketball, maybe even make it into the NBA. What was it that ultimately made you say, this is what I'm going to do?
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I continued my collegiate uh, career for four years um, after high school, so basketball was still a very big part of my life at this point, right? But during the summers, um, I go back, I think it stems from my childhood, Um, I know you know my father, Um, I think you've seen my mom before, but I was fortunate, two loving parents in the home, right, were there for me. Throughout my academics and my athletics, um, that seeing many friends maybe have a father that was absent or a mom working multiple jobs to make ends meet, where a lot of my friends, you know, had a lot of downtime yep. to make their own decisions, uh, which maybe those decisions weren't always the best. Yep. And TMF was a summer program. I played basketball. Only came home as a basketball player maybe Thanksgiving and Christmas because the players had to stay on campus. Right. And. Those four years of the summer program, you know, we took a second family and a passion for the community, and we kind of meshed those together, which I think really made things special where people started to believe.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And so tell me how much it has grown from, you know, you starting it, you know, out of, you know, your garage, you'd say, uh, and then, you know, now, you know, 10 years later, you know, more, uh, you know, talk about me how it's, you know, how, how you've gone through all these years.
1: Yeah, so from 50 people that first year, I would say close to 400 people uh, in TMF throughout the 10 years that have been involved at some point, um, from having no money as a program the first year, no facility, no one really guiding us how to do this. It was just a bunch of young-minded people who wanted to make a difference, not only with themselves, but with the community and people out there. And man, sometimes power of the people can do some pretty amazing things, you know, we have started a Wednesday night dinner in Lawrence for the homeless, which I believe that's what we're most known for, I would say, that people latched on. Uh, But we also created a meeting environment for TMF members to really just maybe have an escape where they can just be around people, feel accepted, feel like they're, you know, got some love. Uh, Just to touch base, just for people out that might not know what TMF really is, and I would say a small, uh, short sentence, it's anyone looking for a second family in life that may be seeking love, guidance, and support. So we've really just stuck together throughout the years and just continue to make a difference in our own personal community.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, I've been I've been you know following you you know for a while now, and and you do amazing work. And congratulations on on everything you've accomplished. You've gotten a lot of. Uh, you know awards, and you've been, you know, recognized a lot. You know, you've got the Hero Among Us Award uh, from the Boston Celtics, which is also You know, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it shows, uh, you know, what type of person you are and, and how special you are. So, you know, thank you for everything you're doing uh, for the community.
1: No, I appreciate that. Even the Hero Among Us Award, you know, totally blindsided. Uh, funny story because I know you had uh, George's Niang yep. uh, on your show, and uh, I get a phone call, and it, they uh, mention, we would like to uh, make you the Hero Among Us Award. And they are actually playing the philadelphia 76ers so i was thinking maybe having george uh meet you at center court and then what's the chances that george gets COVID Uh that, <laughs> that week so it was wow. like uh for both of us uh george like oh he, he was heartbroken yeah because he wanted to be there absolutely you know but it's special when you can be at center court even the boston celtics right and you know i'm, I'm waving i'm turning 360 thanking the crowd and I look up in the corner, and there's a suite just for the TMF members. And for a lot of those members, that was their first time experiencing a Celtics basketball game. So just imagine them experiencing that for the first time, but also seeing on the big screen and me in the center corner about the program, where they're now feeling like, wow, like what I'm doing is really making a difference where we're being heard, Yep. you know, by thousands and thousands of fans In an arena and uh, I just think that's just been totally special and actually have uh, if I could just introduce a TMF member absolutely I have here with me Um, I have TMF member Jaleesha Candelario and Jaleesha is not big with being put on the spot Um, but you know in with Harrison here Jaleesha you know why did you um, join this TMF family what year Um, how long have you been in here and why did you join if you could just touch base for a moment Um. I joined in 2018
0: with two sisters of mine and my little brother. I've always liked helping people and seeing smiles on their faces. So one day when we went to the dinner and just seeing how happy they would get just to get like
1: a plate of food just made my heart so warm. And ever since then, um, we kept on coming to TMF and just really fun seeing um, Different backgrounds of people, um, their stories of like why they ended up where
0: they are now. Um, yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Thanks for thanks for telling us your story. Mm-hmm. Um, you did you brought up um, George Niang, um, and like he, like I said, it, you know, thanks to your dad for getting him, uh, you know, on on the show with me. Uh, what's it like to have someone? Um, who's a professional athlete, you know, in your corner, you know, somebody to talk to somebody to, you know, bounce ideas off of stuff like that.
1: Yeah, no, it's a great question, Harrison, because I think it means so much to me, right? Uh, me and George is, that's my best friend. Um, that's my brother. Um, you know, we mean a lot to each other. And, you know, you go back to our younger days, we became best friends in the fourth grade playing travel soccer believe it or not picture, soccer picture george in the soccer fields <laughs>
0: but um I, w- I would have guessed travel basketball I know, when you, when I you know. said travel it's,
1: it started with uh soccer and um, wow. you know then we obviously became very passionate about basketball but this all started from like even our backyard you know shooting hoops and you know his his passion for the game and his work ethic uh just took off like he just wanted to play 24/ 7. And people would sometimes talk down, maybe like just uh, sometimes like his body shape, right? Or maybe his speed factor. But he just worked at it every day. And uh, I think it's pretty special when we can continue this bond throughout the years. And, you know, we chuckle, you know, me being at the Celtics, you know, center court, but him also being in the league that, like, hey, we both made it in a sense. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Man, he's just been so supportive, man. He's there for me. Uh, I'm there for him. You know, I take a trip out to Philadelphia a few times a year, stay with him in the apartment. You know, check the games out. Caused me the good luck charm because they usually win on the playoffs. But, nice. You know, obviously, ended up having a a tough loss in the next round with the Miami Heat. Yep. But that's my best friend. I'm I'm appreciative. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's awesome that uh, uh, you have someone like him. You know, in your corner and you know friends to be friends with. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Um. So you have dinners every Wednesday night. Um, how much? Like, how many people uh, usually come?
1: Yeah, so starting back, uh, it, the dinner started in 2018 uh, in the Buckley garage, which is also known as the Lawrence bus station. Yep. Uh, story behind that is we just drove through the bus station randomly on a Wednesday night at nine o'clock. There was a few homeless people sleeping on the bench. And then us, we go back to a meeting and we're like, hey, like why don't we just put a table in the middle of the bus station, ask the homeless if they want to come join us for a family dinner and see what happens got nothing to lose right yeah and uh, we yelled it out loud hey we got Little Caesar's Pizza if anybody wants to come to the middle people walk to the middle we went back to that following meeting and we were like wow like it worked. like why don't we now make a few trays of food maybe have a buffet style dinner that worked that first summer in 2018 believe it or not uh, reached 100 people Wow we didn't want to be just another soup kitchen so we implemented um, a prayer table where individuals that are seeking God can get a Bible or an individual prayer we had a books table where they can take a book to go we have a games table so if anyone remembers chutes and ladders uh, Candyland connect Four, you no know, you look at a homeless person might be in their 40s or 50s feel like a kid again and smile yeah um, that's something special and uh, fortunate we have uh, live music so we actually if you go on a Wednesday night we have a guitarist a harmonicist nice. where they're playing live music uh, we have Tooksbury Detox and Recovery Journey Services, which is special because if anyone feels like they're ready to get off the street and get into a program, we can bring them directly there. So I would say the purpose with the dinners is for TMF members to, you know, give back, right? Pay it forward in life, but also, you know, create a environment of acceptance, love, uh, for maybe the struggling addict to the homeless individual that may feel hopeless or feel like just giving up.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's awesome. I mean, like I said, everything you're doing is just amazing. Oh, um, so since t- 2018, how, you know, how was it to go through COVID with yeah, with difficult. with the with the, you know, the second family you have? I, you know, it's difficult for everybody. You know, how did you how were you able to, you know, keep everybody connected? And, um, you know, were you able to keep those dinners going? Or, you know, did you have to you know downsize them? You know, what did you have to do to make it work? Because obviously those Wednesday night dinners probably meant the world, mean the world to a lot of people. Mm. And so, and so, you know, if you couldn't do it, it's heartbreaking to say no, something like that. So so what did you do to, to try to keep them going if you were able to?
1: Yeah, another great question, because you're right, that was a difficult time just for everyone out there, right? And especially for our dinners where we had to learn to be creative. So we did not want to stop the dinners, like you just mentioned, because it right. means so much to them. Yep. So we had to be creative in regards to, Uh, We were in a vacant lot at this point, um, doing our dinners for like a good three-year period. But during COVID, we decided to do uh, lunch, uh, dinners to go. So that was uh, sandwiches in a bag. They could come, get something, and just, you know, move on. But they're still receiving that food. They're still getting that hello. They're still getting that, you know, love in a sense, even if it's for a short stint. Uh, And we kept it, you know, say if there was a group of people at the same time, you know, we got creative with tape on the ground. You know, make sure you're six feet apart, get your mask, got the hand sanitizer, and just doing things on our end so the city wouldn't basically come down on us of you yeah. know, violating, uh, you know,
0: policies or rules at yeah. the time. Great. So you were able to keep things going? We were. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and so now after COVID, or at least I'd like to say after COVID, at least, you know, a lot of things are back to normal. Um, where does TMF stand now?
1: Dinners are now back at the bus station. Um, so which helps us weather-wise we have a roof over our head we have lighting uh, the cold months are coming, so we got to get ready for that uh, so you know hand warmers blankets you know it doesn't matter if it's two degrees outside you know we're, we're there for the person um, and we just recently bought our first vehicle that's CMF. awesome uh, old-school 1998
0: cargo van but hey, nice you got to start somewhere right? I have to start somewhere
1: and I would say you know ten years later you know you met me when I was 18 so that's why I think this interview is so special because like I've known even though we haven't connected in years yeah I've known you yeah for a long time especially Absolutely. when you saw me at a younger part of my life yeah where basketball was really the forefront yeah right and I would say right now for TMF we're finally a nonprofit organization so awesome. we have a five hundred one c three you know documentation. Yep. Now it's finding the home. I want to find a, a home, a facility, uh, for our program where we can just all feel like we finally have that place. That's awesome. So I would say it's definitely one of our goals right now in the vision.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And and listen, I mean everything everything you've done, I, you know, I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna get to that point, you know, sooner rather than uh, than later. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, you brought up your dad. Your dad's, you know, you said, uh, we were talking before, 30 years, coming up on 30 years at the North Andover um, Rec, rec uh, Facility? Is Yeah, the that, that director what
1: it is? of the North Andover Youth Center.
0: Okay, Youth Center. Um, so that's obviously, you know, I'd say you probably get, you know, some of, um, you know, what you're doing now from him because he's, you know, he's given back to those kids as well. Um, what kind of role has he played in, in your life um, and, you know, with the whole uh, TMF organization?
1: huge um he's not physically at the dinners or the meetings but he's always that phone call or that text checking in to see how it went right and i think as a young kid uh just growing up at the front desk of the youth center just playing hoop constantly day in and day out there where i practically lived yep. at the youth center i got to see him interact with a lot of young kids right where you know just be in there for them you know be that listening ear but also that guidance you know, I've seen a lot of people throughout the years come back to my dad and just say thank you. And I think it was a mix of him and my mom. Uh, like I tell everyone, my dad would send me a specific text uh, throughout high school and college. And that specific text always consisted of 86400, what will you do with it today? And I remember the first time he sent me that message, I was confused as heck as what this man was talking about. But he said, you have 86,400 seconds in a day. What will you do with it? How will you make a difference within yourself? How can you make a difference within somebody else? And then it was mom at the same point where you know you got a quote on the fridge every morning that says, you know, people might forget what you said and forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So she was a big believer in those you know, treating people with kindness. So I think seeing that constantly growing up has a big part of who I am today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've I've met your parents before, and they're both uh, amazing people, special people, and. Um you know, you can, you can see it, how it's come, come down to, to you and how good of a job they've done.
1: Hey man, grateful forever. They're just, just the people in my corner though, people that have been so kind to me. And I say it all the time, like I have Jaleesha here with me as a TMF member, but like, she's just consistent. You know, she's present, she shows up, might not be the most vocal person, but leads by example. Yep. You know, and I didn't know her from a hole in the wall years ago. You know, and that's, that's most of the members, like that's my family, um, you know, I believe in them, I love them and I'll always be there for them. You know, they shape me to also who
0: I am as well that's awesome that's awesome um so we talked about goals moving forward and basically it's it's finding finding a home um you know where would a home be you know like would you ideally you know want to stick it you know middle of lawrence type thing uh more of a merrimack valley thing
1: so I, i like the inner
0: city yep
1: to start off with um i like to go sometimes where the pain is sometimes where you know people can feel like they're in a dark place so i would love to start in lawrence yeah um but like even like looking farther down the line i would love tmf to branch out to other cities that are in need yeah right where that's a massachusetts thing at first like i've had like you know even george or you know people that i'm close close with you know even professional players that you know my, my brother introduced me to throughout college to the president where it's like hey man like you should bring us out here you know whether it's chicago milwaukee or just places out there where it's like hey this, this is a need out here yeah, I feel like we could just kinda of have a pilot program and start it elsewhere.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd definitely. be awesome. And and like I said, I I truly believe you can you can do that. Well, you yeah, uh, words
1: mean a lot, man. Thank you for saying that.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, let me go let me go back a little bit to, to, to basketball. Um, mm-hmm. are you friendly with Noah Vonley? Did you play against him? You know what's funny, we did play against each other, um, so we actually
1: go back to mass rivals together. Okay. We actually played AAU. Yep. Um, he's a little bit younger than me. Okay. Um, I just went to... So, the Boston Celtics are actually in sponsorship with F H Can Associates. Yep. And TMF is now involved with the sponsorship with the Celtics. That's awesome. So, I went to a banquet um, last Wednesday, and uh, the whole Boston Celtics team was there. That's awesome. So, uh, Noah Vonley, you know, makes the, makes the roster. Yeah. he be playing open at night. So. I was over here texting George, didn't get back to me on time. Like, what's Noah's number? I lost it. I just want to go <laughs> say hello. No, he was busy over there. Yeah. But yeah, Noah, you know, lo- local kid. You know, yeah. he-, he played at Haverhill High um a year when I played at Mithua High School. Yeah. Where I think we're over here trying to change a certain defense to, you know, let's uh make sure we're doubling Noah in the post. Yeah. You know, but you know, just to, as I remember him, we don't talk as much as we used to. Kind kid, driven, you know, and it's still chasing this just dream with basketball, which yeah. is
0: huge. No, so many people. I mean, so many people are. I think of a, um, a Central Catholic player, um, Tyler Nelson. Tyler you know, Nelson, he's, overseas. Yeah, he's in the he's in the G League overseas. You know, they uh, he was in. I think it was like this, or the, the, he was on like the B team of it. Um, and you know, they won it all last year. So now they're base. He's going to be on the A team now, yeah. uh, which is awesome. And you know, I I wish the best for him. I've I've had him on uh, on my show before too. Yeah,
1: yeah, he was awesome, good, man.
0: Yeah, you know, I love I love having the the local people on, yeah. you know, having the local people on it and see what they're, you know, with what they're doing with their lives and you know what they're doing and you know how what's it like coming from, you know, Methuen or Lawrence or Andover Merrimack Valley area, mm-hmm. you know, even Massachusetts, mm-hmm. you know, and you know making it, um, making it big, yeah. you know, it's it's real it's real special, mm-hmm. um, and you know I think that's where I I'm able to. You know, grow and make my show special.
1: Yeah, of course, and plus, you know, I I think of you those younger years, man. Like, throughout you you've seen some uh, sports throughout the years, in America, Yeah, really, you know, man. I
0: think I, <laughs> I think you know one of. I obviously don't remember you know all of your plays, yeah. But I remember there was a confident, uh, con, con, uh, controversial play, controversial. three point shot against Tuxbury High the School <laughs> at the buzzer. <laughs> I was all for it, you know. I'm like, he he made it. Yeah. You know, but I know some people didn't think so, but
1: that was on the line. Yeah,
0: but that's like one of the main things I I definitely remember.
1: Yeah. And I, and I love that because you know, I took all those those videos from when doing high school, so I I rewatched that one quite a few times. Do you? It's been it's been years, but I have rewatched it. But I think of like when I was your age, like even watching my dad coach certain teams. Yep. And you know, when you're you're a young kid, like when I was a young kid seeing my dad with certain teams like you're younger and they're maybe senior in high school. Like I looked up to a lot of those kids, you know, and even the way they played or just certain teams, right? Yeah. Cause I was just a certain age where like, it was so, so intriguing to me, you know? So I miss those days, you know, I know you remember like players like Rowdy Manaya, yeah. James Staples, Cal Carroll, yeah. you know, Romeo Diaz. Like Absolutely. Yo, we, we had some players, you know, I think my one dream going back to my Ranger range of basketball is like, I just wanted to chase the dream of winning a state championship. And you look back at those those four years, right? Yeah. We drew Charlestown twice in the first round. That's at right. Charlestown. Yeah. Right? And we drew Lowell, at Lowell my sophomore year. Yep. Loaded. So we yep. lost all three in the first round. In my freshman year, which is most surprising, I had Romeo Diaz, Edwin Gonzalez, uh, Matt Richardson, and we actually didn't make it to the state tournament. Yeah. So, But I look back at those days, man. They're fun days. Miss them. Do you still um? You still stay in contact with a lot of those guys? I do, I do. We, we check in with each other, you know, here and there to see how we're doing and stuff.
0: Is it funny to see how everybody's like gone different ways? Hundred percent. Yeah, life after high school is pretty interesting. You know, oh just yeah, the different avenues and paths people take. No, yeah, and I think it's important, you know, at least for me to stay, you know, uh, in contact with the people, you know, you went to high school with, you know, because you go to college, you make a new friend group, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But it's always good to, you know, keep the keep the connections you you know you make in high school, uh, you know, and for me, hometown, you know, I went to Central, so I wasn't at Methuen High, Mm -hmm. but all the guys I went to, you know, the Marsh Grammar School with, you know, I'm still I'm still friends with all those guys. you know, so it's always been important to me to, you know, stay, stay close to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, as we wrap up here, you know, give me one piece of advice, um, you know, you would give to, you know, somebody out there looking for help, looking for that second family. Um, what, what would you give to them?
1: Yeah, I would just say like, you know, you know, you are loved and you might not even believe it or know it. You know, people do care. You know, I think sometimes we see the negativity of the world or, You know, we know we just think everyone's judgmental, but there's some beautiful people out there. You know, sometimes you just have to be open-minded. You know, don't be afraid to ask for help. And know that people will be there with open arms, you know, when you're ready to change. Absolutely.
0: Mike, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it, And Jalisa? Jalisa? No? There we go, Jalisha. Jalisa? (laughs) Jalisha. Jalisha. There we go. Okay. All right, well, thank you both for coming in. Uh, It was great talking to you guys. Um, And we'll be right back uh, on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Radio, WMCK. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase, Mondays at 5, only on WMCK, the sound of Merrimack.